everyone, welcome to Mecca Talks, your access all areas pass to the beauty, business and lifestyle experts we call our community. I'm Kate Blythe, the Chief Marketing Officer here at Mecca. And I'm Zara Wong, Head of Content. In today's episode, we're answering your biggest beauty questions with the help of Mecca makeup and skincare experts, Jen Horsley and Lucy Shaw. Welcome to Jen and Lucy, who you've all met before, um, who are our Mecca heroes here. And they've been on the podcast, but let's just get you to introduce yourselves again for the people who have never met met you or heard you before. Hi, everyone. It's so good to be back. I'm Jen, and I take care of all things artistry and makeup for Mecca. Thanks, Jen. Hi, I'm Lucy. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) Um, so I, my name's Lucy Shaw. I work in the education team with Jen um, and similar to Jen, we look after education for all of our store teams um, and my background is in skincare. So I so when you skin. say look after, what does that mean? You go to the stores, you, what do you do? It's kind of a little bit of everything, isn't it, Lucy? I say Jenny yeah. Pie Hands. We have <laughs> our hands in a lot of different pies. Um, so we, we take care of education. We also train in artistry. We also work really closely with the brands on how to bring kind of their vision to life in our stores. Mm-hmm. And you sort of also work on our signature line brands as well, yes. Jen, right? Yes, so that's, that's our favourite. We really yeah. love product development. So, yeah. And do you, you do that as well, Lucy? Yeah, so we'll often provide a lot of subject matter expertise or we'll be testing products or a lot of the time we're pestering the signature line team on products that we'd love to see on the shelf. Ah, um, yeah. what's, what's you're, like, you, yeah. you're like brand founders. Um, well, well, like brand collab, yeah. hot on ball, brand collab. Yeah, it's a collab. Yeah, we love. But that's the kind of job that like people go out wanting to do, like actually creating beauty product yeah, and being but how part do of you that. Get into it? It's like, oh, yeah. actually, speak to you guys. <laughs> Here's the email address. <laughs> so we're really lucky because we're here. We have you here to answer all these beauty questions that our customers and listeners have sent in. I mean, even when you're walking out at Mecca, do you get inundated with quest- personal questions about beauty? <laughs> well, I would say Mecca, yes. <laughs> friends and family. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. I, was, I was going to say there's probably a lot of friends and family that have sent questions in <laughs> because we get them all the time. I think too, whenever um, I'm in the office, I definitely get a few really juicy makeup questions, which I always love to answer. It's my do you have thing. anyone who looks at you a bit weirdly? Like, yes, definitely. can you do my <laughs> makeup quickly? And like, don't look at me. Don't make eye, don't I, make eye contact. I Jen. know I, I've emailed Lucy. Or I just messaged Lucy and I'm yep. like, hi, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> need some need some help in my skincare. Yeah. Always on call for you, Zara. Yeah. And you do sometimes stop me in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> what does she ask you? She'll be like, Lucy, Lucy how you are? Oh, straight into the, into the questions about beauty. I go for the kill. It's always like, I found this device. Um, how do I use it? Is it okay? Yeah. Is this safe? Um, help me with my skin. So, But I'm always here to help. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Your skin looks great at the moment, Zara. Thank you. Yeah, Western Mantelia Foundation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's so good. Vital skin. So I do good. actually need to pick your brain about foundation, but we can do that offline. Um, okay. So actually today, Zara, it's much easier for us because instead of us coming up with the questions, we've also, we've asked our community of um, listeners to ask the questions instead, right? Exactly. They've left, left voice messages and we've got the mecha experts here to answer them. But we love hearing from our listeners, whether it's through the voice messages, through the questions or through reviews. So we'd love if you can leave a review where you listen to the podcast, but any burning beauty questions or also any thoughts you have on the podcast. 
So should we start with the first question? Hi, Mecca Talks. This is Nicole from Canberra. Um, I have a gross pimple question. Um, my question is, is it better to not touch your pimples or to drain the fluid from them? Because I've noticed in the past when I've been told not to touch them, they seem to go away but then leave like a bit of discoloration. So I was just wondering if if I had drained it, would it have made it better? Um Thank you. Oh, I, I don't think I can answer this because I'd say squeeze them. Yeah. But um, Lucy Shaw, <laughs> you're, you're the expert. I love what you, squeeze, I what you meant love to do. squeezing them. I'll happily squeeze anyone. Look, I think it's a it's human nature. It's, it's like this it's urge so that we is. have. Yeah. Um, it's like I, bubble wrap. Yeah. Yes, it's like <laughs> bubble wrap. It's haptic pop. Completely not normal. that you should. Sorry, Lucy, go Sorry, on. Yeah, we're not being expert now. <laughs> no, I also have the urge to squeeze pimples, blackheads, whatever it may be. But the problem is if you do that, you're really risking two things. Either you kind of break the skin and cause more damage than the pimple and then you can be at risk of scarring, etc. Or sometimes if it doesn't squeeze out the right way, if it's a really deep blemish, like almost like a cyst underneath the skin, it can go the other way and cause like a bit of a rupture. So in short, definitely don't squeeze them um but my blackheads I mean that's just really fun blackheads is a different story (laughs) (laughs) Um, but but, yeah we'll have to do another we'll have to do a whole episode on blackheads okay um but there's definitely things you can do so my advice would be to use some active ingredients and also a cleanser that deeply cleanses and gets into the pore to help um kill any of the bacteria if it's kind of broken out into a pimple so anything with sulfur is really helpful for that um, and then you can also use we have a product called the breakup serum which is by mecca max skincare uh, and this actually has it's got salicylic acid which will help to reduce any redness uh, and it's also got zinc which will help to heal the blemish quicker so use that in the daytime, do a really good cleanse. And then if it stops you from picking, we also have spot dots. And these are like little patches that you can stick over the blemish and it will help to kind of provide a nice safe environment for the blemish to heal without having any extra bacteria coming into the equation. Um, and then it will also at the same time stop you from picking. Uh, so that would be my advice. And I went into... Oh. Um, the Turak store and I was with my daughter and I was having my makeup done which was very lovely and she's only little she's a 10 but she had a little tiny pimple and she was like can you do something about my pimple because it's right in the end of her nose and she was feeling really self-conscious oh. and they suggested this Pericone MD blemish relief yes also really fantastic so this is this whole range was designed for breakout prone skin um, and it's got a couple of ingredients in there that work together to help um, heal the skin really quickly and that would be a great option because Nicole was saying that she's left with a scar at the end so this is really normal what it is is it's just your skin saying oh no there's an injury something's not right here we're going to send pigment and blood to the area to help heal so that's what is left behind so to target something like that using retinol or vitamin c it's going to take a bit of time um, but that will help to kind of even out the discoloration as well. Great. Okay, so don't squeeze. <laughs> don't squeeze at any I mean, point. Yeah, if you oh, go, okay, if you go and you. see your <laughs> beautician, they can do an extraction for you. But it's something that you probably want someone who's trained to do. Um, but I think your skin knows how to fix itself, so I would just mm. leave it be, put a little patch over it, 
pop some actives on it through the day and just let your skin do its thing. And those little stickers are great, actually, because you just don't want to have it there sort of shouting at everybody if you've got a pimple, right? So if you can cover it up, it's much better. Yes. <laughs> okay. Next question. Hello. I'm just inquiring about the best foundation or cover-up for sunspots and age spots, particularly on my face and my neck. Thank you. <laughs> what a great question. I love that question. So there's a few different um, routes you can go when it comes to coverage. So it's really down to personal preference. But one foundation which I really love that we stock is um, the by Terry Donsley Foundation. So this is really amazing coverage um, for anyone who has quite a little bit of pigmentation or sunspots. So they just want to cover evenly but not look too makeup-y. Um, it's also really great at staying on the skin as well. It was actually um, – it's really amazing if you have a little bit of – kind of hot flashes or if you find it hard to temperature control it's a great summer foundation but I find it really really works for more mature women maybe having a few hot flashes having a lot of um, pigmentation that they want to cover but it will look really beautiful and actually firm up the skin as well it's got a lot of anti-aging ingredients in it as well so that's one of my faves I always recommend that to a lot of women and how would you apply that with fingers or brush or it depends on what kind of coverage you're after so I think a brush is really good if you just want to even out everywhere really smoothly um, if you just want a little bit of coverage on those spots I would actually just use your fingers um, if you wanted just a really really nice kind of glowy look with your skin you can also just use your normal skincare and then use like a little bit more of a coverage concealer something like the NARS soft matte concealer is really great for sunspots because it's really smoothing so you can really cover very well you can cover pigment really well and just buff it into the rest of your skin and that I would use like a little buffing concealer brush soft matte actually can conceal pretty much anything it's a really great product if you so just want kind of that concealer that can do anything and you can manipulate it and use it in a lot of different ways. That's a really good one as well. That was so thorough. What about <laughs> Zara skin with her Westman Atelier? Um, that looks pretty all over lovely tone as well. Westman, and is that, yeah. Do you use that as a concealer as well? I as actually use it as a concealer. That's oh, what I've done. That's what's yeah. really good about it because it's that cream consistency. It's in that mm. stick. So mm. the texture of it is really you can manipulate it the way you mm. want on your skin. So you can build it up. You can have it really sheer. How do you mean manipulate it? Just be so like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you today. <laughs> yes, I'll talk to you. Yeah, really. <laughs> what kind of manipulation do you do? <laughs> you can use a really emollient moisturiser underneath if oh, you still okay. want to look quite hydrated and glowy and then just really work the product into your skin so it looks like nothing. Or you can use it as it intended, like a full coverage product. So I always like products that you can kind of make your own mm. and kind of do a bit more of a bespoke. When I first with. started at Mecca, Western Italy had just launched yeah, and everyone was raving about yeah. it. And everyone was like, Zara, you have to get the foundation. And I got the foundation and I was a bit scared because I put it on, it felt so heavy. Yeah, because it's in a Ex stick yeah. form. And yeah, it's a very like, different application. And exactly. Yeah. And it, I felt, I was like, I'm not really into this sort of heavy duty yeah. foundation, but then I worked out, I just used like a concealer. You work it in. Yeah. So less oh. is more. You work it in. And that one is a product also that really benefits from really working it into your fingers, into your hands, because it's more of an oil base. So you really want to kind of heat it up and let it melt into the skin. So I've would got, you, hold on, I have one question. Um, <laughs> if you've, so with that question about sunspots, yeah. that, that, um, that lady's question, which is a great question. What do you also do if you want to go to the, the beach or something and mm -hmm. you've got sun cream on, but you're really a bit, you've got blemishes, you don't really want everyone to see them. Is there a foundation you can actually put on top of your sunscreen and still kind of, you know, not look like you're fully covered. Definitely. Well, really you can do that with any foundation, but I think any kind of tinted moisturizer is really okay. good. 
Um, also, a new product that will be coming out very soon is we've actually launched with our Mecca Signature line a really beautiful green toned primer, which is actually really great for pigmentation and just to kind of buff out the colour. So that's also a good option if you don't actually want to wear a coverage to the beach. You can use something like the Stiller. Stiller has one. It's called the One Step Correct as well. But something that has a tone that kind of gets rid of the redness is really mm. nice as well. Okay, um, that's and that's well. great for pigmentation, especially anyone who has a ruddy chest. Using a green primer just on its own actually really diffuses the colour. A ruddy chest. Yeah. And how do you use it? Do you just... Yeah, it's just like a, like a moisturiser almost. So it's got that green tint to it. So you just pop it on and massage it on. Maybe Nicole could use that on her marks and scars left behind from the blemishes as well. Yeah, definitely. On to the next one, man. We, we've got a list of questions we've got to race through. Let's go. Hi, my name's Bronte. I was just wondering how to stop my lips from going dry while we're wearing masks. Oh, this is a good one for both of you because this yeah. is kind of makeup and skin all wrapped up in one big bow. <laughs> I think I, we'll, we'll probably say the same, we'll probably say the same product. Well, I'm obsessed <laughs> with lip balms and Mecca, I, I feel, probably has over like 250 lip balms. We have like probably. the ultimate best lip balms. But one of my favorite is the, again, a Biterra product, the Balm de Rose, because <gasps> I use it for my cuticles as well. But what I've been doing lately is because I've been having that problem as well, really dry lips under the mask. I lather my lips in lip balm and then put the mask on. So it almost acts like a little bit of a barrier and like makes it really nice and juicy. Mm, love that. I was going to suggest the Charlotte Tilbury lip oil. Yeah, beautiful. It's, I've already gone through a tube of this. It's so addictive, but it, you just roll it straight on. Um, and because your lips don't actually have oil glands, they don't produce oil like the rest of your skin. So it really kind of supplements that. Um, and... I don't, I don't break out or anything. I just roll it straight on, just like what you're saying yeah. before you put your mask on. If you're really dry as well, you can also try doing a scrub a couple times yes. a week. So we have a really beautiful one from our Mecca Signature line that it's just a really gorgeous kissable lips sugar scrub. And that's also a really good way of just refreshing, getting rid of all that dead skin and then lathering it in, um, in hydration. And do these balms stick to your mask at all? Because that's... Kind of annoying I like sometimes. when we massage them and work them in before I put the mask on, but not really. I find they don't stick much. No, I haven't noticed. On to the next question. Hi, my name's Phoebe and this is a question for Jen. If you could recommend four to five makeup items to keep on you at all times during your wedding day, what would they be and why? I have my day coming up and I'm really looking um, to purchase a few things, so I'd love your advice. Thank you. Hi, Phoebe. That's such a great question. Um, so there's a few different routes you can go when it comes to your wedding day. But my first um, my first tip is getting your maid of honour or bridesmaid to actually be your makeup bag holder. So you can have your cute little clutch and you don't have to worry about where your products are. So that's my number one tip. Have someone designated to actually carry all your um, your beauty needs for the day. So always the lip. So whether, the, whether you're a lip liner lover, take your lip liner and your lipstick, whether it be a stick, a gloss, or like a little bit of a hybrid. I personally love the Chantecaille lip cheeks for a wedding day because they're super hydrating and they're really beautiful colors. Always a blotting powder. Even if you don't get shiny, it's just good to have in case, you know, you've, you've just maybe had a little bit of a, an emotional time and you're getting a little bit sweaty. You just want to have just that option of a blotting powder. We have many, many great blotting powders, but I really love the NARS press powders. I just think they're really super fine. So they don't really add much texture to the skin. They can just get rid of any kind of excess oil or shine. I actually um, always would carry to like a mini version of your wedding fragrance, whether, you know, they have like a little travel size or a roll-on. I think that's always a really great option. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Always have the fragrance because it'll just Im immediately kind of uplift you if you want to just refresh. 
I think also if you could get a little mini um, a mini setting spray as well is also really good to have with you. Again, just to refresh if mm-hmm. you know you've had a little bit of an emotional time in that on the aisle <laughs> and you just want to refresh everything. A little setting spray is really good. If you're um, also what's really good, which this works have is they have these little stress um, de stress roll ons, which I also really love to carry with me as well. Um, so if you just want a little moment, I don't know, you're in the bathroom, you just kind of breathe in. It'll just kind of help center you and kind nice. of rebalance you as well. What are some of your favorite ones? Um, it's is it the de stress? It's just this called de stress. I think stress from check? this works. Yeah, yeah. stress check. That's from it. This works. Um, I also love their energy one, which is like their wake me up one, which I I always bring with me everywhere in case I just want a little pick me up. Jen, so Jen just sprays that on to me all the yeah. time. Oh, whenever you get stressed <laughs> by yeah. a computer or someone asks way you too many questions, spray Lucy, her. It always works. It always works. So, yeah. Um, also, always have like mints, always have like elastic bands, like always have band-aids, just all your your natural stuff that you would have, like little emergency kit. Is this in a little tiny bag or do you have to it take is. it? Like, yeah. No, no, it's a real. little bag. Because <laughs> when I do um, wedding clients, I give them a little like clear bag with all those little things in it. So like mints, band-aids, Any, anything you might need. Just a couple, just to have with you, just in case of emergency. So Phoebe just needs to phone you and see if you can do yeah, the wedding. Basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. And bring you a little yeah. pack. Perfect. There you go, Phoebe. Next question. Hi, I'm Jared from Melbourne. What are your recommended routines for somebody who gets a lot of ingrown hairs in their beard, particularly when they have multiple hairs per follicle? Hey, Jared. Um, thank you for your question. Great question. Um, I would say if you have facial hair and or even just from shaving – like there's a lot of people who shave every single day. Um, it's really important to just keep the skin um, really well looked after by cleansing, like a deep cleanse. Even if, you know, you feel like your skin's clean, it's really important to cleanse thoroughly morning and night. Love the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Cleanser. Comes in like this great pump size, so you can pop that in the shower and it's got a bit of salicylic acid in there that'll deeply cleanse um, and just take really good care of the skin. And then uh, Malin and Getz, they actually have uh, an ingrown hair cream. So you can just use that to pop on any sort of nasty, nasty ones that pop up. And that will just help to heal and bring down the inflammation. It's got like panthenol in there and a bit of um, salicylic acid as well. There you go. Well done. <laughs> well done, Lucy. Helping Jared out. <laughs> Is there anything you could do to prevent ingrown hairs in the first place? Grow your beard. Grow your beard. Because <laughs> then they cut, yeah. cut it too short. <laughs> Sorry, that's a really obvious obvious answer. But surely if you have a lustrous beard like our dear producer who's sitting <laughs> right next to us, <laughs> if you keep it lustrous, you can't get any new hairs necessarily. Yeah, and I think there are some people who are a little bit more prone. Like if you're oilier, your skin's a bit thicker. Mm. It's a, same with the hair as well. If it's a bit thicker, like Mediterranean, it's a bit harder to kind of shoot through. Um, so also just keeping the skin really soft by moisturising regularly as well. Let's do one last question and then we're going to do a bit of a true or false speed round. Hi, my name's Bella. So I have the combination of very oily eyelids and also quite watery eyes, but I absolutely love a strong black eyeliner wing. And I also love tight lining my eyes as well. Um, what would be the best products to use uh, to really make the eyeliner stay on Uh, and what type of formula would I be looking at so would you recommend a gel a pencil um, an eyeliner pen 
what would be the best option there because um, I'm currently in a bit of a panda eye situation. I feel I feel one. you, Bella. Mm. I feel your pain. I, I can hear too. it in your voice. Especially in like um, Melbourne when it yeah, gets, you have these humid. really humid days. <laughs> I also can definitely help you out with this, Bella, because I also suffer from watery eyes and oily eyelids. So I totally feel you. There's a few different ways you can combat this combo. So... First off, I would start with a bit of an eye primer. So the Smashbox 24-hour um, clear kind of eye primer is really, really great. Just to put a little bit on the lid. Don't use too much, just a little bit. Then you want to go in with a pencil eyeliner, whether that be a gel liner, a crayon liner, or just a traditional pencil. You want to sketch out your eyeliner and then smudge it in with a brush. So you've already so you've got a base, so you've got a primer and a base. Then you can go over the top of that with a gel liner or an eyeliner pen. So you can pick it, whatever texture you prefer. Eyeliner pens tend to be a little bit more matte. Gel liners will probably last a little bit longer and have a, a little bit more ease of application. Um, and then you'll find that you'll probably – that combo really does last. If you if you rock like a cat eye every day, try doing that because you'll find that you just won't have to mess with it during the day. It'll stay really well. Um, tight lining, you just have to let it go. Sorry, so, can I ask what that is? <laughs> Yes, tight lining. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically, what it is is kind of painting, um, kind of putting the eyeliner in your inner rim or painting oh, yeah. under the lashes. So I love that. really waterline. Yeah, so like waterline. waterline. On the wall. Yeah. yeah, people just like to call it tight lining, so but it's saying, basically waterline. Yeah. So you're saying she can't? She no, can't do she it. definitely can, but she's also got to let go. You know, you can't have everything in life. If you're going to rock a cat eye, you you might get a little smudge if you're going to tight line as well. I would suggest, depending on your eye shape, you probably don't need to tight line, but if you want to do it for more of like that smoky look what I would suggest doing is a lot of women actually just go in and put it in the waterline but what you want to do is you actually want to kind of press your top lash almost like you're going to curl your lash and you really want to get it and paint the liner in between the lashes rather than on the actual waterline oh, yeah, yeah. and you'll find that that'll give you a really beautiful crisp line but it won't get on the actually actual water part of your eye so you'll find that it'll last a lot better what I like to do that with though is um like more of a waterproof texture so the Shiseido um micro liners they're amazing for that the hourglass ones are really good as well but I found the Shiseido ones are the ones that actually last the best on the eye Um, and they also come in quite a lot of fun colors so I also suggest curling your lashes before you do it so you'll find that you can see a little bit better and you'll you won't get as much product on the actual waterline as well there you go. That's what we do every day. <laughs> you can also set under your eye with a little bit of loose powder. So you'll find yeah. that that will stop transfer as well. And always just check because I think sometimes you get it, it comes to the kind of um, corners of your eye as well, like halfway through the yeah, day. Yeah, totally. I love eyeliner. Yes, so. I know. Yeah, so <laughs> it's I know, more Kate. like, <laughs> no, it looks beautiful on you. So it's more really looking at where you're putting the liner rather than just going in kind yeah. of and, and hoping for the best. Just really look at where you're actually placing it and the intention behind it. Yeah. It's fascinating. I've it. been wanting to try that Shiseido eyeliner. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, you've been raving yeah. about it since you've yeah. launched it. I basically come away from talking to you guys with like a shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> Great. Okay. So next up, we're going to wrap it up with a true or false speed round. Can I answer or should I just not? <laughs> Because I sure, yeah, so I'll yeah, give it a go, but I think I think that you guys are the experts here. So let, yeah. I'll leave it to you. This is an easy one. Toothpaste is an effective pimple treatment. I'm just going to say that toothpaste is designed for teeth. cleaning teeth. <laughs> uh, and we have lots of amazing options that are tested on the skin uh, and created by skincare brands that have all of the knowledge and technology to help you 
fill your blemishes. So I would just go with that. I'm not going to lie. Like I've tried the toothpaste trick. And you have you um, very mental. When I was <laughs> young. That's about it. Yeah. When I didn't have Mecca. Uh, but it's there's definitely better ways to go. Concealer should be applied before foundation. False. Oh, totally false. So if you want a really beautiful, healthy looking complexion, pop your foundation on. We, we all love that holy grail foundation, right? Everyone's tried so many. So when you do have your holy grail, see what it actually does for you. So you'd be surprised how much foundation can cover before you go in with an extra pigmented product. So see where the foundation actually goes and then go in with concealer and just really targeted concealer so you don't use too much product. And you could even wear concealer on its own. Totally. Foundation. Yeah, of course. And wouldn't the concealer move around if you put it on first and then put your foundation on top? Yeah, you'd it's just, shift it. It's just a lot easier. Like basically I'm always about less work. So yes. less work, <laughs> put the concealer on after. You can definitely colour correct before found before foundation, but I usually put concealer on after, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got to ask this one because I do you know why? It's because, well, you'll laugh because I think, I think I've got dry skin, but I think actually I've grown out of it. <laughs> people used to say to me, dry skin ages faster than oily skin. And I'd be like, well, that's not fair. Well, you see, you probably has, can I say my thing though? Well, I probably shouldn't. But basically we say you're either a crinkler or a sagger. So there, it's, it's pretty much the same thing where if you have dry skin, you maybe tend to get more fine lines and wrinkles. But if you have oilier skin, your skin's more... Um, has more of a tendency to sag. So it's exactly the same type of aging. It's just a different look on the skin. Just phone Dr. Van Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone's skin is going to age at some point. It'll just happen in different ways. Also depends on your lifestyle and your diet and all of those things. But I would say a dry skin is lacking in oil. So if you can supplement that yeah. somehow with a face oil, mm. um, that's always a, a win. What's a favourite yeah. face oil at the moment? So yes, you could use a face oil oils are amazing we have so many different options so if you want to get an oil chat to a skin specialist but I did want to tell you about a new product that we recently launched and I've recently become obsessed with and I've been telling everyone about this product so it's the new glow serum from Mecca signature line and this is like a hybrid between makeup and skin but for me I've been finding some really fun ways to use it in skincare and the reason I'm mentioning it for someone whose skin is dry and doesn't have a lot of oil is it's really high in squalane. And squalane's a really lightweight oil that's very similar in consistency to the oil that your skin creates. And it's also got niacinamide and heaps of other cool active ingredients. But I've just been putting a layer on top of my usual skincare before bed. And it almost puts this beautiful light oil-like seal over my skin and I wake up and my skin has never looked so even and beautiful That's so lovely. and calm. Sold. Yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> Try it out. Does it make me look as young as you as well? <laughs> it's a really beautiful You'll product. You'll love it. Yeah, You'll love it's it. It's amazing. It's and really good to use under um, under eye concealer as well. Because it gives that beautiful makeup. glow under makeup. And we actually helped design it with the Mecca Signature Line team. So it really is that one of the first products we've done that's a true hybrid between skin and makeup. Yes. You can use it for so many different e- things. Equal parts. And apply there is a bit of confusion around do you apply it because it's called a serum do you put it on before your moisturizer but if you're putting it on morning or night it's actually your last step so say you do serum spf you would put the glow serum on last and then do your makeup and your makeup will have like a dewy beautiful beautiful glow and then at night time put it on as your last step seals everything it's incredible you all have to buy a tube I think you've convinced us. (laughs) Right, done. (laughs) Right, next one. Women over 50 shouldn't wear shimmer. False. Why would we ever deny anyone shimmer? Why? 
50 um, is the no. new 20. Also completely false. Wear whatever you want. It's about you, right? You're expressing yeah. yourself. So definitely not. You can definitely – it's all about placement as we age. So you can definitely place the shimmer in different ways maybe than you did when you were 19, but definitely not. Definitely false. You should apply hyaluronic acid on wet skin. Yeah, if you can, definitely. It will actually send the hyaluronic acid into the skin with more water content. And hyaluronic acid, as you know, binds to water. So it's going to absorb better. You'll get more out of the product. And then you probably won't use as much skincare afterwards as well. There you go. That was so much fun. fun. (laughs) All these new things we learned. Oh, can we have you back soon to do more? And next time, let's get even more questions in. We love we want questions. We want the um, beauty beauty myths busted to be our regular with you guys. But thank you so much for coming in. You guys are amazing. And you know so much that we just need to get it all out of your mind. We need to extract it. (laughs) Like a pimple out of your mind. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us back. We love answering customer questions, don't we, Luce? Yes, we we love problem solving yes, as well. Yes, we do. We because, do. you know, it gives us a sense of purpose. It we does. feel like we've helped someone yes, today. It really does. So, yeah. And not just Zara on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> I know. Like, let's get this on a, on a platform. Yeah, <laughs> let's get exactly. it out there. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Mecca Talks. If you liked what you heard, follow us on your favourite podcast app and you'll be notified as soon as our next episode becomes available. Don't forget to rate, review and share this episode with your friends. To stay up to date on what's going on in the Mechaverse, find us on Instagram at at Mechabeauty or join the conversation in our Mecha Chit Chat Facebook group. You've been listening to Mecha Talks. Thank you for joining us.